0: I wish this podcast would carry me away But while talking to Squeaky the shell gets wooded edgeways. Record over a bottle of rum on a darker Southampton Bay. Hey, too south. That is what we're talking about. Too south. Saddle up my microphone. Get deep in Baker bone. Too south. By Southeast.
1: Hello and welcome to Due South by Southeast. I'm Detective Squee, and with me as always is Dottie Baker. Mountie Michelle can't be here this week, uh, so we've got something special to fill the gap between Due South episodes. And uh, we we went to a, a sci fi convention, or when I say we, me. And uh, I thought it would be really cool and really funny, basically. To uh, not only visit, this rum stall was there, which was there, which was the Cloven Hoof rum stall. And they were selling very nice spiced rum. So I chatted to the guy who was there at the stall and uh, sampled some of his fine-ass rum. And it was good stuff, I tell you. It's got like just a hint of a whiskey kind of flavor. We get into that Anyway. And then I caught up with Ross Mullen. Now, if you don't know that name, he's a Canadian actor who's been in Doctor Who. He's been in Game of Thrones and uh, loads of other stuff. Bear behaving badly if you're into uh, British kids TV shows. And he's a really nice dude. I've talked to him a few times for my Doctor Who podcast. And we chat again here. And uh, we just talked about Canada for 10 minutes. I just thought it would be funny and fun to do that. And he's going to come back later and do his top 10 Canadians. But we're under a bit of a time pressure here because he had such a busy day and he was only on the, in the event uh, for one day. Uh, and this is the Sci-Fi Weekender, so if you enjoy this, uh, please uh, maybe check out the Sci-Fi Weekender if you're maybe into Sci-Fi as well as Due South. But uh, this is my sit-down with Ross Mullen after I speak to the guys from the Cloven Hoof Rum Stall. Enjoy this. So we're now at the Cloven Hoof Spiced Stool and <laughs> um, Tables.
0: Spiced Rum, Spiced Rum t- spiced Stand, friend, yeah. Stand
1: thing. <laughs> We may have already started drinking. <laughs> That's the other thing. So um, let's talk about your rum. So we're, we're a podcast which loves candor and rum. So we're going to cover the two things today. You're covering the rum part.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. So we launched Cloven Hoof about 16, 17 months ago, um, just to just to stand out and be different from all the other rum brands that are out there. Because what you do tend to find with so many other rum brands is they just tend to use vanilla which is a really really cheap ingredient to use so to stand out and be different we've gone for cloves star anise and cinnamon it's a caramelized rum from guyana and trinidad
1: awesome thank you and so it's just under two years you've been going then so it's uh, still it's, still a new business it's
0: it's still it's still really really fresh man you know um it's not anything that we pay for don't pay for any marketing or any advertising um, it's solely grown just by things by word of mouth, yeah.
1: Excellent. Oh know, it's amazing. And what makes you think like, yeah, I can make my own rum? Um,
0: oh my god, that's a really good question. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, why did I um, do that? Um, oh my god, I'm questioning um, all my life choices. I, I,
0: a lot of it is actually just winging it.
1: <laughs> I approve, I approve, um, that's good.
0: No. Um, say as of last week, we launched the for Hammerfest. We launched the Overhoof, which is an overproof version of Clovenhoof, which yes. is 66.6%. So it's super metal. Um, but this this rum has less of the spices, less of the sugar, and and more of the alcohol.
1: Excellent. And it's just you and your new brother here who uh, yeah did yeah. That
0: so so, so like say we we work in partnership um, with, with with Clovenhoof. We're we bartenders, yeah. and any any cocktails that are released officially come through with. Uh, Paul so everything's all a partnership. It's, it's really amazing, man. So, awesome. so it's all about growing and expanding together.
1: Okay, well, it's nice to feature a uh, kind of bit more of a, a new rum, which is kind of, yeah, you know, the spirit of entrepreneurship that you guys have got. Yeah,
0: unique and a new rum, yeah. yeah. Excellent. No, so,
1: so what are we enjoying right now? So this You're, is the overhoof, yeah? You,
0: you are enjoying the what we call a monster overhoof, which is the overhoof rum with a mix of monster ultra red, um, the combination themselves is, a, is 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 amazing. Yeah, it's just it's not so much of a kick that you don't enjoy. It's still really really smooth. But yeah, so
1: you're going to join me in this. So we're going to cheers oh, and down. Make, make. Ciao well, down. Yeah. as we say on our podcast, fun's out, rums out, funds out. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> cheers, pal. There we are. Thank you
0: very oh, much. Oh, that's
1: really good. I'm, glad I'm you loving. Like it. Like, you, like they were saying earlier, the the the, the lady was here. It's got a real uh, kind of whiskey kick to it as well. We've
0: we've we've converted so many like non like people that say they don't drink spiced rum into actually saying like this is the first rum that they really really like you know, and a lot of whiskey drinkers do tend to go for this rum as well. That's yeah.
1: fantastic. I hope you sold a bunch more than you already have. Obviously, it no, no, looks you. like it's been a good weekend for you guys.
0: It's been it's been an awesome weekend. Like we say, this is our first time here at like, the Sci-Fi Weekender. so it's. Uh, definitely been different from like Hammerfest and AOR, you know, dealing with like music festivals and <laughs> to go into uh, to this No, yeah, But it's been really cool, man. Everyone's been really lovely.
1: Fantastic. Well, cheers, man. Uh, sorry, what's your name again? My it's name's uh, Sean. Man. Sean. No, we <laughs> finally you. got there at right yeah, the very yeah. end of
0: the interview. We finally I should got probably to ask that at the beginning by, of the interview. A I, I, I'm a
1: professional <laughs> interviewer, you understand.
0: <laughs> I, I am by all means not a professional interviewer.
1: <laughs> uh, here's over to my interview with Ross Mullen. So thank you very much for joining us, Ross Mong, for Due South by Southeast. Thank <laughs> you.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: So, uh, first of all, have you ever watched Due South?
2: Have I ever watched myself? Due, no,
1: Due South. The pro- program Due South.
2: I think I have, yeah, many years Do you ago. We're League talking about the Mounted. Yes, the, uh, the Mounted. With, with a wolf and yep. a, uh, I have like, watched it. an American sidekick. Yep. I, it, it only came on the air after I left Canada. Yeah. So the only place I've ever seen it is while I was in one of my flats in London in the nineties. Because it was on in the nineties, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say no is perfectly acceptable, but it's just I always like to ask the guest. <laughs> no, I have. I've seen it.
1: Essentially, this is appropriate. I is thought a it was podcast. Brendan
2: Fraser. Was it is. It. Is it?
1: Well, that's a character.
2: Oh. It's Saint Paul
1: Price. Oh.
2: Okay. Cool. Wow. Weird. Because <laughs> it looks like Brendan Fraser. That's just, oh, oh
1: yeah. It's um, Benton Fraser as the character.
2: Ah. How bizarre! Because Brendan Fraser played. A mounted police as well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in Dudley
2: Do Right, yeah, weird. Anyway, nice yes. Make, I like it. Uh, so what we do
1: is we get some uh, Canadian actors and celebrities Do someone sometimes want to talk a bit about Canada? Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're gonna do a top ten list with you another time because I know yeah. you're busy today. But uh, just tell us about growing up in Canada and like, d- did you do any acting in Canada before you yes. moved over
2: here? Uh huh. I did. Yes. Where was it like growing up in Canada? Um, Very cold in Montreal, which is where I'm from, which is the French part. Um, I grew up in a place called Ville d'Anjou on the east end of the island. Um, I'm one of four children. My father is from Northern Ireland. My mother is born in Montreal, but her parents were Serbians who moved from uh, Serbia to Canada between world wars.
1: Wow. So you've got
2: a mixed heritage. I do, I do. Um, Growing up in Montreal, you know, it's funny when you're growing up in a place you don't really know of anything other than that place. I didn't particularly think it was great or bad. You know, we lived in a suburb uh, and we would go downtown. I thought downtown was like amazing. Uh, Montreal has a really eccentric sort of downtown core. Uh, It's got a lot of characters. It's very fascinating. There's some beautiful parts. There's some very old parts. There's, it's a really beautiful, fantastic city. Growing up in Montreal, I played hockey for 10 years. My dad was like an ice hockey coach and I begged and pleaded for acting classes, but they were like, no, no, just keep going to hockey classes, you know, keep going to hockey lessons. Um, um, just because
1: I'm fascinated with the uh-huh. moment after the Winter Olympics, did you do any curling?
2: Yes, I actually cool. took a curling class when I was in college in Sejap, uh, and I really loved it. It's really yeah. cool. It's like a really fun sport. <laughs> yeah,
1: it just, just reminds me of that whole darts thing, and it's really easy to get the basic idea of it, yeah. but then it's really difficult to, to master.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, It's getting the timing right and not... You know, it's a bit like bowling. You, yeah. If you throw too hard or you throw too soft, you kind of it's really easy to screw it up. Once you get yeah. the timing right, it's really quite cool. Um, I studied, I begged and pleaded with my parents to give me acting classes. And they put me into private classes once a week when I was 13 at a place called the Children's Theatre in Montreal. Yep. And that's where William Shatner studied when he was a little boy. Yep. So I thought I'm going to be destined for amazing things. Uh, so, yeah, I studied there for four years under a teacher called Marc De Gein, and he was amazing, very camp, very lovely guy, uh, sadly passed away now, um, and the school was run by Dorothy Davis and Violet Walters, and they were all terribly dramatic, and they were from the old vaudevillian way of acting, you know. And then I went to John Abbott College, which was the Seja, uh, which is what we have in Quebec, which is like a college. Okay. Uh, I went there when I was 17. I studied for three years under a Romanian teacher called George Popovich. And then I went to Toronto and studied for another three years at a university called Ryerson, which is where Nia Vardolis uh, went and studied. She was a few years ahead of me. And uh, Eric McCormick, who plays on Will and Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, and I was there. And then I worked in a theatre company, uh, a Commedia dell'arte theatre company, for four years in Ottawa called Odyssey Theatre. And I actually am going back to work for them again in 2019. Next year, I'm going to be doing a project with them. Um, Bonds of Interest, an adaptation of a Spanish play.
1: So it goes full circle a little bit there. It really has, yeah. They gave me my
2: first professional job and invited me over just this past summer to see if I could workshop with them a new play. This, well, a new a- adaptation of this script and we did that for a couple of weeks and I said yeah I would love to play the role so
1: yeah oh cool so how's that coming on
2: really good I'm meeting actually uh Laurie Stephen who's the artistic director of Odyssey theater is coming over in about three weeks and we'll be meeting with her and seeing where the project's going from here you know but it'll be next summer so 2019 uh July and August I'll be working out in Canada again
1: So what pulled you over from Canada to the UK?
2: I literally came here on holiday and stayed. I came here with my best friend Rick. Uh, We both studied drama together. We came over in 1991, stayed for a year, and then we were both like, wow, this is really cool, I'm going to stay. And we've been here ever since.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'd be careful saying that around some people these days, though, I'm cool, but... (laughs) I said I'd be careful saying that around some people these days, but I'm cool, but you know... Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I shouldn't joke about it. But anyway, so... uh, Talking about can- Canadian culture, uh-huh. what do you think Canadians do do best? What do they give best to the culture that no no else in the world does?
2: Maple syrup. Yes, that is very <laughs> true. They give really for good maple you syrup. As well. like, yeah, really healthy for some you. Some of the
1: stuff they're finding out.
2: And as a child, you would go and learn how maple syrup is made. Yeah, we, yeah, it's called uh, cabane sucre in French or uh, sugaring off. Yeah. yeah, it's like crazy little thing. You go and you learn how maple syrup is made. Um, Apart from maple syrup, I think Canadians uh, give a lot to the world as far as... I think they're... When America's going crazy (laughs) and Britain is going mad, it does feel like Canada sits somewhere in between the two as a a sort of reasonable... Like maybe the world isn't going so completely crazy when you look at Canada. I mean, it has its political problems too, of course, but... um, I'm, you know, it, it, it holds a very, very fond spot in my heart. Uh, I think Canadians are genuine. I think they're quieter people. Maybe it's because we have less of a population. Um, but I think some of the best plays come from Canada, actually. I think Michel Tremblay, if you've ever looked into his work, he's from Montreal, an amazing, amazing playwright. Uh, Robert Lepage, another great theater uh, theater creator. He's Done many many shows at the National Theatre over here. He's uh, also he did a movie called Jésus de Montreal, which is incredible. Um, gave you Pamela Anderson, who is I also think awesome. I really <laughs> do. Um, yeah, Canada's Canada's one of those places that always surprises you. You know, we gave yeah. you Pamela Anderson and Michael J. Fox, and, <laughs> and the chat, of course. Yeah, chat, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, and Celine Dion and all those great things. We've. We've done a lot for the world, I think. Um,
1: I might argue with you on Celine Dion, but that's just personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, when you're taking acting roles, do you ever have you ever had any roles which are more central to your? you being Canadian, and are you ever careful about stereotypes for Canadians? Because, you know, uh, I think the way Canadians are portrayed, mm. it's both great and not so great. At the same time. So there's a lot of stereotypes, but it's usually about how sort of nice Canadians yeah. are. That's not necessarily a bad thing.
2: No, it's not a bad <laughs> thing. Um, I don't know. Do I get a lot of Canadian roles? Not particularly. Uh, I very rarely actually go up for a Canadian role because a lot of the time with casting it's the way you look. And I go up for a lot of Eastern European sort of roles or German or um, even British as well. Uh, When I do voiceover work, I try try to do my best North American sort of US American kind of accent. Um, But I have noticed over the last few years they do like the softer sort of sounding accent uh, when I do voiceover work. They call yeah. it sort of transatlantic. I just call it Canadian a bit.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't get specifically Canadian work all the time. You know, I would love to do more Canadian work, uh, but it doesn't always get done in the UK so yeah. frequently. So it's not always the opportunity.
1: And so you're saying the te- so the teller wasn't Canadian. I, no. I, I'd love well, to was, have seen him say he was, to me hey. he
2: was, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, just quickly to round up, uh, there's uh, just one quick Doug T question. Just, okay, let's a massive hear it. I'm uh, uh, The one, question, one uh, role you've had in Doctor T since we last chatted over yeah. Skype was uh, a Capaldi one. So you were on yep. the uh, Time rates.
2: Yes, I was, yeah, in Jenna's last episode.
1: Can you just quickly tell us a bit about uh, that? And did you get to meet Capaldi at all?
2: Oh, yeah, I got to meet Capaldi, and it was my second time working with him, because I worked with him when oh, I played us The Teller. Oh, right, of course. Yes, yeah, sorry, right. so the second time you So with my you. second time working with him, um, and it was my second time working with Jenna as well. Yeah. Well, my third third time, because was, she was working with me when I was The Silence. Um, yeah. I had a tough time doing The Wraith, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I had an accident on set because we were on little wheels, you know, like hovercraft wheels, yep. you know, what do you call those, The little hover wheels? Those two wheels that you kind of control with your feet. A
1: uh, little hoverboard thing? Hoverboard or, kind or of thing? Well, yeah, I think I they hoverboard, them. they shouldn't. But it's anyway, a my costume
2: it. kind of got caught in it when we were rehearsing and I cracked my head on the studio floor, so oh, I could no. only film for a day and then I had to cut out. But they got my material and I'm in there, so... Uh, Yeah, I had a concussion. (laughs) That's how how that played out for me.
1: Okay, we've got two minutes, so I'm not ending on that question. (laughs) Okay. So kind of what have you got going on at the moment that you'd like to plug?
2: Oh, I'm going to be filming a movie in Utah, probably later in this year called Perpetual. It's based on um, a book called The German and uh, I'll be doing that with Loose Cannon Films, which is uh, the people that I did Sky and Bloom and Charismata with uh and it's gonna be awesome it's a really it's a political sci-fi uh, not sci-fi political serial killer thriller good
1: awesome yeah that sounds good to me yeah <laughs> thank you so much for your time thank enjoy you. a well-earned lunch now sir oh thank you <laughs> thank you so that's all we got for due south by southeast this week and uh, we will be back to our usual format next week with some due south so uh, in the meantime i've been detective squee with me as always has been dotty baker and until next week Rums out, funds out.